Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, on today's episode I'm here with Trevor Bryan, and Trevor is our PRSSA president for Grand Valley PRSSA. So we're going to talk about National Conference. Oh boy. Yeah. So um, I thought Trevor would be a good idea for this since he is our president and he has gone on this trip two times now. Yep. This past conference that just happened is my second one. So do you want to talk a little bit about conference? Well, conference is always a good time. It's definitely, um, if you're into traveling, it's always like really fun in that regard. Um, from Boston to Austin, that's what <laughs> happened um, this year. Because last year we went to Boston, Massachusetts. This year was Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next year's conference is in San Diego. San Diego. So Do- they're stepping it up a little. Yeah, bit. stepping it up. A little fancier. Doesn't rhyme anymore, but, no, but sacrifice. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, what was the theme for this year's conference? This year's conference in Austin was called the Art of PR. Um, Austin itself is a more artistically inclined city, at least keeping in, like in mind like the grand, big old Texas. I would mm-hmm. call it definitely the artsier city in that state. Um, perhaps more in the South. Not very educated on the um, arts of the South, mm-hmm. but um, art of PR. Yeah, it was just kind of a, a very loose theme in my mind. Just trying to get. Um, make sure that we're remembering the connections between art and public relations, whether that's art through your words or art through images, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Definitely. Definitely art plays a huge role in PR. So mm-hmm. I think that was cool that that was a theme, especially just because of the city that they were into. Mm-hmm. It all kind of tied together. So what was your favorite session from the conference? Oh, wow. So we went to a lot of sessions, right? So we had two days that were pretty much jam-packed with, like, we had, like, five sessions Mm -hmm. a day between those two days. And the other few, there was a couple scattered. But I think my favorite, like, session session was during our second day of conference. And it was titled Big Data and Neuroscience. Which you're like, wait, what? Because I know that, like, when I saw the title, I was like, meh. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, that sounds dry. Yeah. That sounds boring. But I saw that it was through a professor at Northwestern, which Northwestern University is a um, more of a prestigious college um, in the Chicagoland area. That's where I'm from. I know People that go to Northwestern, Northwestern is definitely holds a high regard in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to at least give it a shot. Plus, I knew that like neuroscience wasn't anything that I had learned about in our curriculum necessarily. Right. Um, so I thought it would be a good opportunity to learn about something that I hadn't learned about before. But needless to say, Ernest Duplessis from Northwestern University did a great job in that session. Um, it was highly engaging. I learned a lot. Like, for example... Um, in the last two years, 2016, 2017,, um, 90% of our consumer data has been collected in that time. So all out of all oh, the wow. data, yeah, out of all the data that we've ever had ever, um, 90% of that was collected in two years. So that's crazy. That is crazy. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I never would have even I never would have imagined at all that that's like how 
how much. It was up into the quintillions of and like. Why so much just in the past two years? Did he talk about that? Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's um, it's about um how we're collecting the data now. So data is a very digital thing. Lots of social media tools, apps, our cell phones, all that stuff has been giving us great help in collecting data. But what um, you may not know, or what I didn't know, at least before the session, was that all that data has really been collected through like this whole concept of, if you've ever heard of the Internet of Things, which you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> but like the Internet of Things is basically talk, it's a concept about how like the Internet has been intertwined into like household products uh-huh. so um like the internet of things takes into account like apple's home pod or mm-hmm. the amazon like alexa echo like whatever that is um there's a lot of products that we use day to day where there are internet features like put in there like i'm trying to think of other examples like an ipod like anything really like a tablet. Mm, pretty much anything yeah so all that stuff is constantly collecting data on all of us don't worry when you when you click i accept in that terms of use agreement like you've already folded into it so <laughs> better give that a hard read next time but um yeah he, he was just talking about how we're collecting all that data how we're using it um, if you're familiar with the term of like empathy profiles, which is like, yeah. this is Susan Crawford and she is a 50 year old woman. And here's like 20 things about Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a similar thing that Ernest had, um, suggested to us. It's just using that data to build a similar type of profile based on their data engagement, what sure. they're doing, what they're thinking, what they're buying, what they're listening to. What does that mean? Like all this different stuff, which plays into like the neuroscience element of it, which in his presentation, he kind of thought of neuroscience as literally any science has to do with like the human brain or like human function. So like psychology counts as neuroscience, which is something I was like, "Mm, I don't really know about that, Ernest. But I (laughs) guess for like, for under, under like the umbrella of like strategic communications or whatever, I'm sure like that's fine. But I know that like, there's a difference between neuroscience <laughs> and psychology, but whatever. But it was just using all that stuff and, like, terms from psych to, like, what does that mean and why and using mm-hmm. that data, like, how they work together. How so to, like, analyze people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes, it was very scary, very enlightening. Did they talk at all about, like, the the attitudes from people about this information being taken from Yeah, them? no, that's a great question, um, specifically because that was my question that I asked him. Okay. So, obviously, it's great. Obviously, it's great. Um, but no, I because it's something that I was really curious about. We even had a PRSSA session last year, um, PRSSA meeting focused on, like, digital mm-hmm. marketing and someone from Amway um, at the time. He's, he's no longer at Amway, but Kwesi had talked about um, Internet of Things and, like, the ethics of data collection. So yeah. I made sure to ask Ernest... Um, from the Austin session, I was like, what do you think about the ethics of the situation? Do you think at some point we need to stop or how does that, how do we determine that? He gave a a fairly wishy-washy answer, which is understood in the sense that like, he's not the one who gets to decide when we stop or, Mm -hmm. but he was like, it's a really great thing to be thinking about. Now that we're collecting data, we should be ethical about what we're collecting, how we're using it and why. Sure. But, um... I don't know. He kind of suggested that, you know, it's something to keep in mind 
but look, the train is still going mm-hmm. like that. It, it will still be collecting data. So we'll have to see at least he's like, it, it would, it's definitely something to keep an eye on for like the next five years, probably for the next forever. But mm-hmm. like, especially to see exactly how far we go within these next few years is going to be very interesting. Yeah. So to kind of switch gears, how did, um, networking play a role in your experience? Yeah, so I'm a big fan of networking. If you know me, you know that I'm a chatty Kathy. Um, I'm pretty social, um, and, you know, that's a huge part of networking. So for me, um, networking played a huge part. I was at every opportunity I had, at every session, every um, chill down time, like any time that we were doing literally anything in Austin, and I knew that there was someone from the conference that mm-hmm. was in the same space as me, I you would always say hello hi, I'm from here, where are you from, connect, let's get like those basic, real basic data, or look at me and saying data again, (laughs) Um, all those basic facts about them, and try to like throw a business card, try to connect with them later in the conference, networking played a huge part of my conference conference experience, because um, once I made like those first few connections, which is a little nervous for me at first, I'll admit, but, like, once that happened, it was, like, boom, 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 boom. I was, like, throwing, like, my business mm-hmm. cards out. Like, they were, like, freaking coupons for something. And everyone <laughs> wanted one. And I was, like, yes, I want to give you one. Um, it was fun, though, because, like, within the last two days of conference, like, everywhere I went, I always run into someone that That's I knew. Cool. That's I always, yeah. So it was also good just to, like, learn about, like, other chapters, other chapter members. Sure. What are they doing? What are they focusing on? Yeah. Stuff like that. It was really fun. Did you do any, like, social media networking with your hashtagging? Did you make any connections that way? Oh, I was hashtagging up a storm um, (laughs) the first and second day. Um, I was a little bit less engaged the remaining three days, but that's pretty much just because, like, I was, like, tired. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, I um, got some followers, so shout out to that. Social media definitely played a way in my networking for sure because there are plenty of times where I would meet people either in sessions in the hallway whatever they wouldn't have a business card so they would literally just whip out their phone Mm -hmm. go on LinkedIn and like all of a sudden we're scanning LinkedIn barcodes and stuff like that so business cards definitely aren't the end-all be-all and nor do you really even need them sometimes but they're Um, still nice still nice especially I think when you're networking with professionals Mm -hmm. because I think they like to have that physical yeah since we're in the uprising digital um Digital age, digital age group, whatever you yeah, want to call we, it. we like the phones. Yes, they like the business cards. Yeah, definitely. Um, not to generalize too much, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to have a mix. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, what was your biggest takeaway? Um, hmm. So my biggest takeaway from National Conference... Um, well, there were many, um, I think the first one that comes to mind would be like, I, so being chapter president has been a very eye opening experience for me. It's been a learning experience. I've learned a lot, all that good stuff. Um, and that learning continued over the conference. So, um, like we would go to like different sessions for like chapter presidents and stuff like that. And I guess I just learned that, um, as a leader, I I was aware of this before, but like as a leader, I'm very not strict. I'm very lenient. I'm Mm -hmm. very hands off. That's definitely something that I've always, 
I'm more of a charismatic authority type. That's something I learned about in like my sociology courses. Like I'm not, I'm not a leader by example necessarily. Um, if we're being totally honest, I'm very much so. I'm a leader because I'm able to get people to view me as one because of the way that I act, how I work with people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that was kind of reminded and reinstilled in me that I am very much so not a um, doer type of leader, which I think is something I can work on. I don't think I need to change who I am entirely. Of course, I would never suggest that and I would never do that. But um, specifically under the lens of like PRSSA and where I'm going, who I am, I definitely, after talking with all these different presidents, I definitely learned that like, yeah, maybe I can be a little more strict. Maybe I can be a little more hands-on. Maybe I can be a little bit more deep in there because as confident as I always am in the e-board, like everyone and anyone needs like a good leader, a good project manager, a Mm -hmm. good like, you know, whip cracker, if if you will. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that makes sense. mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Did you learn anything about Grand Valley's PR program? Yeah, I mean, I learned that we're pretty badass, if I'm saying so myself. <laughs> I don't want to, like, sound like Captain Cocky or anything like that. But, I mean, just talking to some of these other some of these other chapters and stuff like that, like, you just learn that, like, we have a huge... We're at a huge advantage coming from Grand Valley's PR program. Mm-hmm. Like, our chapter is pretty boss... You know, our program faculty, they're pretty boss as well. And specifically for Grand Valley, I mean, you know, we're we're doing pretty well. But it also reminded us that others are doing, you know, very well as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, I don't know. That's also kind of goes into my takeaways that I'm challenging myself and I'm challenging the rest of us to kind of show the nation that we're like we're just as boss as like we know we are Mm -hmm. we just need those like awards and plaques and trinkets that you know reiterate that prove yeah I can't wait to see next year's awards ceremony even though I won't be there because I'll be graduated but um I'd love to see what happens um for next year yeah hear our name in some of those yeah right Mm, yeah (laughs) So we kind of talked a little bit about Austin, Texas, but what did you think about the city? You know, if I'm being transparent, it wasn't my favorite city. Um, I'm just not a big Southern guy, so... Gotcha. The barbecue wasn't even that great. Yeah. Oof. A little Yikes. disappointed in that. I was a little disappointed. Maybe maybe we'll get some, you know, Texans in our DMs being like, where did you go? And like, <laughs> you know, recommending different spots for us. But Austin was cool, I guess. You know, there's there definitely some very cool elements to Austin. But like, as a whole, I was like, not about it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Is that bad? Oops. No, I, well, I mean, like, I have a totally different perspective, so yeah. I think it just depends on everyone, but I'm also really into, like, the whole music and entertainment scene. Oh, true. So, for me, it was like, yes, there's live music everywhere, like, there's so much to do. But it was all country music. <laughs> I know, but that's okay, but, uh, like, there were just a lot of really cool places. Definitely um, a variety, for like sure. Rainy Street was really cool, the buildings were super cool. Oh my god, yeah, I know that, okay, for everyone who's listening, I know you're very intently listening to this, as you should be. 
the um, houses on Rainy Street are not houses. They're bars, but they're still houses, and they're, they're adorable. Really cool. So cute. There's, like, cute little string lights really and, like, cool. all your favorite stuff. I'm very glad, in a sense, that we went there just because I would never have gone to Texas sure. otherwise. Like, I would have, n- like, never, never, never have yeah, been, like, definitely. time for Texas. So I guess it was a good um, avenue to just, like, get me in there. And it definitely, I don't, I don't want to say, like, oh, it was horrible. Because it wasn't. It just wasn't my favorite. Yeah, for sure. What about future students that want to go to conference? Do you have any advice for them? Or do you feel like they should? Um, one, start saving now um, <laughs> with your money. Because that will be a huge help to yourself. You will thank me. Um, I expect lots of handwritten thank you notes. Um, just kidding. But... Two, yes, I think you should go. I think it's a great experience. You really get out there. You get, you know, sometimes in West Michigan, we are kind of like in this bubble of like, woo, like, yeah, everything's good. Everything's great, which it is. But like, get out of there, like get out of the bubble, whether it's Boston, Austin or San Diego, like it's a huge experience for you as a professional to network with others in your field because you never know when that connection will be to your benefit Um, also I think that I would encourage others to attend because at the sessions we learned a lot. I mean, you know, um, some sessions were better than others that goes pretty much without saying, but I know that like the PRSA general sessions were all like so good. Those are all like awesome, awesome, awesome. I saw a sign for like a, what to do if there was a zombie apocalypse session. I was like, like, what? I was like, why didn't we get that one? I know. No, prob- probably the best part about PRSSA National Conference is PRSA. PRSA. Oops. Yeah. Um, which, for those who <laughs> don't know, like, PRSA is the parent chapter. Mm-hmm. That is how PRSSA happens because there is PRSA. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, they also had this big room for the PRSA conference with just a whole bunch of different companies. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, little exhibition space. Yeah, and I noticed that a lot of them were digital media based and a lot mm-hmm. of them were analytics. Yeah, I know there's so many. So many. So many, like, I'm, I knew that there was a lot, but, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, is there really anything outside of, like, is there anything outside of Google Analytics? Is yeah. there anything outside of, like, Hootsuite and, like, Cision and, yeah. like, all of our classics. Yes. Yes, there are. There are many, many, many. It was kind of exciting to be like, oh, my gosh, I use that. And, like, there's yeah, right. in here. That was kind of cool. That's kind of how I felt about Cision. Yes, definitely. Um, which, also, shout out to Cision because uh, the group of uh, attendees that went to National Conference, we won this, like, little selfie contest they were doing. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So sponsored by Cision. Just kidding. <laughs> Why should you go to conference? Because we can't stop talking about it. You should go to national conference because there are so many reasons that we just rattled off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so super great. Everyone should go. I'm expecting 20 attendees from GVPRSSA next year. Don't let me down. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll have some attendees next year. We better. I think the biggest takeaway... From this session that we're having right Mm -hmm. now, this little podcast episode, is that, like, everyone has their own experience, and Mm -hmm. so what you get from the conference, you can take back to your chapter and kind of help that. Yeah, and just to go off of that, speaking to, like, why you should attend conference and stuff like that, and your experience at conference, the experience you have is what you make it. Yeah. You can make it 
as horrible as you want it to be, and you can make it as amazing, great, fruitful, beneficial as you want it to be, too. Mm -hmm. So it's really in your hands, um, your experience, definitely, because um, I definitely made sure that when we went, like, everyone was doing, like, pretty much what they want wanted to do like right it was something that I was saying like please like trying to be vocal about like go to the sessions that you want to Mm -hmm. um you know don't feel like you need to go to any specific one for any specific reason like you're here for you as much as you are the chapter so rock it out yeah yeah. go to which ones you feel like would benefit your career Mm -hmm. definitely yeah So we also did a blog, um, the attendees of conference, so I will post that as well into our little bio, and thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Trevor, for participating in this podcast. Of course! Love a good podcast. First one of the year, so let's go. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA. And check out the show notes for this episode on gvprssa.com.